Today's guest is Christina Donka, Executive Director for the National Center for Homeopathy in the USA, who are once again hosting the Joint American Homeopathic Conference, or JAHC. This is an exciting annual event where homeopathy supporters, practitioners, and students come together from around the world to learn and connect. Top educators from the US and around the world share their homeopathy expertise on current health concerns. No matter where you are in your homeopathy journey, from just starting out to a seasoned practitioner and everything in between, JAHC is your destination for learning and connecting with a community of like-minded individuals. The conference this year is from 24 till 26 March in San Antonio, Texas, and you can attend in person or online and recordings are available. So no matter where in the world you are, you can still enjoy this wonderful event. Now, to make it even better, NCH has kindly offered a $20 discount to listeners of my show. Thank you, NCH. So be sure to register on their website and use the code NCH14941. And you can go to jahc.info. So that's J for joint, A for American, H for homeopathy, C for conference, dot info. And there you'll find some more information. And remember to use the code NCH14941 when signing up. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now my mum and your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, homies, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangouts. Today, we get to hang out with the lovely Christina Donka, who is the Executive Director for the National Center of Homeopathy. Welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm really excited to have you on too. I'm excited for us to chat about the Joint American Homeopathy Conference. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about how you first discovered homeopathy. Oh, yeah. So I discovered homeopathy kind of in two ways. It seems like most people enter with when something happens to a family member and regular means, you know, isn't helping. And so the first way was my son had developed a sty in his eye and we went to our pediatrician and we did all of the regular things. But nine months later, the sty was, I always equate it to if you take the pinky, your pinky finger and put it in front of your eye, that's how big it was. And finally, the pediatrician said, well, I don't know what to do. Go to an ophthalmologist who told me that they would have to do surgery. And usually this type of condition would be two or three surgeries. And I said, no way. And I found a place called the Children's Homeopathy Center near where I live in Seattle. And because it had the word children's in there, we went. I had no idea what homeopathy was. And we went to her and she did her intake. And he was eight. You know, this was a long intake for an eight-year-old. And at the end, she gave him some little white pellets And I walked out of there and I thought, okay, surgery. And when we went back three weeks later, it was gone. So that was my intro (laughs) to homeopathy. Yeah. That's pretty good for three weeks for a sty that size. Pretty amazing. Amazing. I mean, incredibly amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And how amazing for the body to actually be able to reabsorb. I always think like physically all that tissue has to go somewhere. The body has to actually, you know, reabsorb all of that. So isn't our bodies are so amazing. It wants to heal itself. It's given the right tools. Yeah. Very- yeah. It was amazing. And just for somebody that had never even heard the word, 
Yeah. You know, I thought it was natural medicine and we were going to do some herbs or vitamins or something. So it was, Mm. that was my first intro. And then from there, I started really being intrigued, kind of studying off and on at home. But when you're just trying to do it at home without concentrated study, it felt mostly like guessing. So when my daughter went off to college, I went off to homeopathy school and I did a three-year program that I finished in 2019. And then I did the CHC exam. So I really am doing it as a second career. My first career was as an accountant and financial consultant. And that's why I'm here at the National Center for Homeopathy. I'm sort of combining my two skill sets to help a nonprofit. How lucky are they to have you? (laughs) And also, what a time for you to qualify just before the pandemic hit as well. (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy timing. Definitely. So how did you become involved with the National Center for Homeopathy? What drew you to reach out and put your hand up? Because it's a lot of working for a nonprofit. Yeah. Well, as part of that interim, after my son went to the homeopath and was helped, and I was really intrigued. So I would go on the internet and do searches for name a problem and homeopathy. And the first website that came up almost always was the National Center for Homeopathy. So I just started looking at their website, became intrigued with just all their resources. And then especially with the magazine Homeopathy Today, and I'm one of those people that still likes print things. And so I became a member in order to get that print magazine. I have a stack next to me because (laughs) I'm constantly showing people what they are. Um, And then being a member, you're on the email list. So I, as a student, I ended up getting an email with a call for board members. And we do this annually. We always call for board members. And so the first time I was intrigued and I thought I'm going to do that someday. And then I'm not going to lie. We sometimes we do tend to send quite a few emails and probably by the 10th email calling for (laughs) board members, I thought I'm going to just try, right? I'm going to put my name in. And so I'm pretty sure I was, you know, asked to help because of being an accountant, Mm. but that's how I joined as a student. So I was a homeopathy student and then became a board member and then just sort of started helping on the financial side, looking at what was going on with, you know, the resources at NCH. That is cool. Actually, more homeopathy students need to do that because I think they often stand back and they think, oh, we'll just, I'll just wait till I'm qualified. But actually, the quicker you get in there and start helping out and get amongst it all, I think it's actually really good. Um, so talk to us about the Joint American Homeopathy Conference. It's held in San Antonio, Texas this year, and it's the 24th to the 26th of March. How many, you've, it's been running for a few years now. Hey, talk to us a little bit about the progression of the conference. Yeah. So this year is the 18th annual conference, but it is a little bit of a misnomer. We run the Joint American Homeopathic Conference with 10 other organizations that are in the United States and they're nonprofits, all various different focuses, but really all related to promoting um, either education or advocacy for homeopathy. And so with doing the conference with those 10 
other organizations, that's the 18th. But we actually, NCH has been doing a homeopathy conference in some way, shape, or form for decades. We've been around since 1974, and we were the first ones to do what they called summer school. And so that would be, you could go technically to a kind of a conference situation for two weeks. And we had many, many people do that. And then from there, the conference evolved. So we've been doing it for much more than 18, but it's 18 years as the Joint American Homeopathy Conference. Wow. Can you imagine 1974, two weeks with a bunch of homeopaths? That must have been a great time. I mean, that's my, I don't know how I missed it. (laughs) It would have been my dream, right? (laughs) Oh, that sounds amazing. Now, I've only organized two little events last year. There were only like 100 people each, but it was so much work that nobody will ever know how much work it was. I shudder to think what it must take for you guys to organize an event like this with international speakers, people coming from all around the world, and then doing that every year. Are you guys crazy or are you just really passionate? (laughs) Probably both. (laughs) Probably both. (laughs) Because you're right. It's hundred. I mean, I don't even, it's probably almost a thousand hours cumulative Mm. between our volunteers and our conference planning committee and myself and other staff people. Um, yeah, and it's year round. So as soon as the conference ends, we start planning the next one. It's definitely a year round venture and all in phases. Even as we're planning 23 in San Antonio right now, we're actually also planning some things for 24. So it's never ending and it's a lot of work, but we went, we were at the conference in 2022. We were in Reston, Virginia, near Washington, D.C., and that was the first in person after having two years off and virtual. And people came up and said it was their favorite conference ever. They'd go again. Thank you for doing it. So it makes it worthwhile. The work is definitely worthwhile for us because we do have so much appreciation for the conference and we really feel like it's a good service. Mm. Now there's something a little bit special about next year's one, which we'll just quickly mention. And I think you gave a little giveaway there where you talked about 1974, but what's happening in 2024? Yeah, we are really excited in 2024 and National Center for Homeopathy will be 50 years old. Mm. So the 2024 conference is going to be a huge bang up celebration party back in Washington, D.C., where the center started first with its first physical location. So we'll be back sort of home and it'll be a full year long celebration, but the conferences will be a really important part of the 50th year an- anniversary for National Center for Homeopathy. Excellent. Well, we have lots more fun to happen before then. Now, you said about 2022 being going virtual. What sort of talk to us a little bit about, because, you know, people like me, I really had hoped and I know that you guys were so wonderful. I was going to have a podcast booth set up there in Texas. I had it all planned. My husband was so excited. And then we've had some things happen, which means that we won't make it in person this year. And I literally had a little cry when I realized I won't physically be there. But I'm really excited about the way that 
you guys set up the virtual side of things because it sounds really fun. You've made, you've done a lot of work to make it really interactive so that all of us right around the globe can join you guys. Was with COVID and all the new technology and stuff that came up, was that what kind of pushed you into making it more interactive? Like tell our guests that can't make it physically, how they can still come and join in all the fun and what they have to look forward to. Oh, yeah. Well, we exactly. It was COVID that actually, so COVID for 2020 and 21 caused us to change our plans of having the in-person conference and go online. So it was strictly online in 21, 20 and 21. And then in 22, we made the decision to do hybrid. So we were in person but we kept the virtual component and that way we were able to reach more people. And in, in fact, in our surveys, it's almost a 50, 50 split. When we ask, would you prefer in-person or virtual? And we have people that, you know, either they want one or they want the other, or frankly, a lot of people are excited that we do both because with the new virtual platform that we're on, we are able to record and then offer those recordings to be watched for the, usually we do it through the December of the year following the conference. So for example, the conference last year was in April 22 and people had access to recordings through December. Mm -hmm. And we also were able to add more sessions. So you don't have to worry about going to one session live or live streamed and missing the other one because it will be recorded. So it offers people the ability to see all of the sessions where you didn't used to have that when you went in person and had to choose. And then as far as making it more community kind of focused, because sometimes that can be hard to do when you're in a virtual platform, we did a couple things. We've, we have games, so you can do a scavenger hunt. We've got a leaderboard game, which some people are really competitive at. <laughs> they love it. We have virtual exhibitors. So if you want to visit one of the homeopathy organizations or the NCH booth or one of our many sponsors, you can see them virtual as well as live in person. And then we also have the ability to do chat sessions or even arrange for the exhibitors can arrange Zoom sessions or Zoom meetings. We have a, I forget actually what it's called, what's called the networking lounge. Mm -hmm. So between sessions, you can choose to go online and see people just like you're on a regular Zoom call. So you're not seeing them in person exactly live, but you're seeing them on a Zoom call. So you can meet that way. So we're doing the best that we can with that piece of the technology and running it alongside the in-person conference. And then people can choose their best way to be able to attend. Oh, that sounds wonderful. And of course, then it's all the bonus of not having to pay for flights, which it's about 3200 Australian dollars for a flight over to Texas. So with the four of us, that'll be about 12 grand. So, you know, oh. we get to save that, which is kind oh, of a bonus. <laughs> so you get to save all the travel costs and the, I tell you what, it's, it will be worth it though to see everyone. I was actually just chatting with Paula Brown, 
today and uh, say, to her, I don't think I can come anymore, but I would have loved to. Texas has always been a dream of mine to visit. And my husband's as well. He actually, he thinks he's a cowboy. He kind of is a little bit, but <laughs> hey, it's his huge dream. And he's yeah. got a best friend that lives yeah. in Texas as well. So we were really looking forward to it. Yeah. The plus side is you do save on the travel costs, on the accommodation costs, and you can do it in your own time. So you don't have to take time off work and you can then yeah. still watch, you know, and with the different time zones, often it works out quite well that you, some of the sessions you might be able to attend live and actually yeah. ask your questions live and chat with other people live while the session's on yeah. and you can then just watch the recordings for the other ones and it's very generous yeah. of you to leave the recording up for so long I'm actually a little bit annoyed because I bought a recording for a seminar a month ago and I've been so flat out and I did not realize that this seminar is only the recording is only available for one month so literally today I had plans but I've had to cancel my plans because I have to sit down today and finish this webinar because it's finishing in three days time and it's about oh six my. hours so I was like sorry kids we can't go to the pool anymore I have to sit and finish oh, the no. course so for you guys to actually give yeah. people access to the course for that long a period of time is really wonderful. So there's no excuses for, for people not to watch this and, you know, they'll have plenty of time. So yeah. tell us a little bit, Christina, who are some of the people that we can look forward to hearing from? Yeah. So we have an amazing lineup this year. We have over 30 speakers and we have sessions for all levels, you know, and a lot of times, so our conference too is pretty unique and it has been for since summer school time. I talked to you guys about summer school in that it's people learning homeopathy at home, people learning homeopathy as a new practitioner and advanced practitioners. And they all come together and they attend sessions and they chat and study together. So it's super exciting. And so in that vein, we just try to offer sessions that will appeal to all levels and really focus on topics that people are looking to learn about. Our new theme, we've done this for a couple of years now, but it's basically homeopathy for the 21st century. Mm -hmm. So we like to be able to show sessions about concerns that people have now, modern day concerns, which as you know, are quite a few. Mm -hmm. And we mix those sessions in with sessions that really appeal to practitioners. So for example, this year, we are really excited to have Franz Vermeulen and Linda Johnston. Vermeulen is the, wow. is the author of the Concordant Reference. Yes. And, and yeah, so and, really excited yeah. about them. And their topic is new methods standing on classic foundations. So mm. appeals to, you know, everybody really. Well, literally you have sold me just on that. Like yeah. <laughs> I would pay for the ticket just to listen to that. <laughs> I, I know. Anything I mean, else is a bonus. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. Wow. So How lucky you as I, Well, as I'm even looking across the room right now, the concordant reference book is right there, you know? Mm -hmm. And so now when I look at across the room and I see it, I'm really excited that I'm actually going to be able to meet Franz Vermeulen. So that's super exciting. Oh, um, why did you have to say that? <laughs> Well, oh, they live in Texas. I don't, no, I don't know if you know. I didn't they know also, that. They live in Texas. I assumed he lived in Europe. No, they live in Texas. Okay. Well, with the surname like Vermeulen, which is actually Dutch. Yeah. I because he's Dutch, right? 
I believe so. I believe that's a so. very Dutch surname. Vermeulen is yeah. Anyway, that's interesting. Yep. Yeah, they live in Texas. So oh, wow. super, even more exciting, right? Yes. So then we have so many speakers. If I could give a shout out to all of them, we have speakers that are going to be live streamed in mm-hmm. from India, from the UK. We have Camilla Share. <gasps> so Camilla, as you know, she does the Homeopathy for Health in Africa project along with Jeremy Share, mm-hmm. and Camilla is going to be talking about agro homeopathy. So how can homeopathy help our planet and plants? Right. So that is people cool. are getting She's more been on and the more show as well. Speaking about oh. that, yeah, it makes oh, me exciting. really excited that more people can realize how we can really heal the planet. We can make a huge impact just by using agri-homeopathy. Isn't that incredible when you think about that? Hmm. Yeah. You have Ananda Moore, and she's the one who did the Magic Pills movie. She's amazing. So she is doing a session probably mainly for professionals, but it's talking about case-taking. So, but then let's be honest, anybody, if you're doing homeopathy at home, you have to do many cases, you know, every time you're going to give a remedy. So this is kind of an example of how our sessions appeal to a huge cross-section of people learning using homeopathy, no matter what their level or what they're mm-hmm. looking for. And the other thing uh, you that I about- find is also helping our clients understand what we need from them as practitioners. So for them to see the other side, and that's what I try to showcase on the podcast is getting our clients to understand what we need from them to be able to help them. And the more they can understand how we think, because it's so different to allopathic medicine and how they used to. So the more we can train them and what we need from them to help them, the better results they're going to get. So for home user to sit in on a lecture like that, it's not actually a bad thing. So they can understand the case taking process and what goes on in our minds when we're taking a case. So I think it's actually very valuable. Yeah, I totally agree with you for sure. Oh, we have Paula Brown. You mentioned that you have (laughs) her on your podcast. Yeah, Yeah. we have Paula Brown speaking and she's going to do a session along with Dr. Ron Whitmont on advocacy. Oh, wow. And then she's also going to talk about how important it is to get kids involved in learning homeopathy. If we want the next generation to know more about alternatives than say I did, you know, when I was looking for something for my son, we need the kids to be involved. So she's going to talk about that. And there's something Um, with children like that. I know like my kiddies, they are so clever with their homeopathy. They always blow me away at their own prescribing, but it's a very intuitive process for them because they are still open to all suggestions. They're little sponges. So they haven't got that preconceived ideas about homeopathy or natural medicine like a lot of us do as we get older and we get indoctrinated by a lot more outside noise. So for children, it's very natural. They really gravitate towards homeopathy and resonate with this the substances from nature that are healing us. So it's very easy yeah. and intuitive and natural for kids to learn about homeopathy. And if you can instill that in them, we all know just the flow and effects of that, of how much stronger and healthier and more in touch with their bodies they're going to be because they learn from a young age, okay, where is the pain? What does it feel like? What side of the body? What substance right. in nature resonates with this? So you're really getting their little minds going and getting them in tune with their own healing. It's really interesting, isn't it? To think, mm. you know, that somebody that young can help be in charge of their own health. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. It is yeah. incredible. And just the flow on effects for all aspects of your life. 
of those kids then as an adult, somebody trying to shove anything down their throats that they don't want, they'll be like, no, this doesn't feel right for me. And yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Totally agree. And then we have Denise Strages speaking and she's on on the board. Yep. She's on the board of the National Center and we love Denise. Her talks are usually some of my favorite because she loves history and so do I. So her talk this year, well, I'll just tell you the title. What would Hahnemann do? The Unexpected Impact of Biomedicine on the Trajectory of Homeopathy. So that's an intriguing title. It's going to be exciting to hear what Denise is going to talk and about. And she's an incredible speaker with just the best energy. I mean, oh, she's I've had her on the show as well. They were one of the first guests to come on and she's just gorgeous. Her and Al are both gorgeous. He was one of my lecturers in New Zealand. But oh, wow. you've got a great lineup. That's some We have really, a robust really, lineup, don't we? Yeah. 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 I mean, and just I'll just put out other names. I mean, Dr. Jahawar Shah. Mm-hmm from India. He's very well known. We have other people that are educators at different schools in the United States. So we have Desiree Brazelton, Noelle Peterson. We have somebody coming from Buenos Aires, Mm -hmm. Francisco Azayaga. Oh, wow. From the family of Azayagas, probably. (gasps) From the family of Azayagas. Oh, no way. Yeah. So he's coming a long way and super wow. excited about I that. I wonder what generation homeopath he is. Because his, his dad would have, it probably would have been his granddad that started the Asiago method. Oh, you've got me really intrigued now. Wow. Let me see. It Yeah. It doesn't say what generation he is, but he has been studying homeopathy since childhood. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> we just also another reason to get your kids oh, studying homeopathy, right? That yeah. is so, a really, really good lineup. <gasps> and yeah. the tickets are so well priced. Yeah, we really are very thoughtful. Like there's a lot of thought behind why we do what we do and we price it to be affordable so that the as many people as possible can attend and not feel like they can't do that. And then it does help that we have the virtual option. We definitely want people as many as possible to come in person and have mm-hmm. a dance party with us and everything else and visit and see our Dr. Vermeulen in person. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> we also have that option of doing it all virtual too. And we price mm-hmm. it so that it can be affordable. Oh my gosh, there's probably a reason I'm not coming because I'd be like a kid in a candy store running around. They just wanted to hug all of them. <laughs> yeah, It's so amazing to see them all in person. But, you know, that's the thing with technology. I mean, you're sitting in America. I'm sitting here in Perth. And it feels like you're sitting across the table from me. Like you can still feel that energy, yeah. that excitement, all that. So it's actually quite incredible what we've been able to create with all the online technology these days the world's becoming smaller and smaller that's for sure we're living in an amazing time aren't we it really is incredible what can happen and how we can connect Mm. when we could not have done this in years past so it's pretty amazing pretty cool now not only have you been so incredibly generous to price the event at such a good rate but you've actually given our listeners a 20 dollar discount as well 
if they use my code. And that's at checkout if they use the code NCH14941. And we've got that running as an advertisement at the start of our episodes at the moment to try and get people rallying behind this. But that's very generous of you guys to give people a $20 discount, on, which is really generous. It probably should have only been 10 but a $20 discount on top of the already well-priced event ticket that you've got with all of these fabulous speakers. So that's so generous of you. Thank you so much. Our listeners, I'm sure, are really going to appreciate it. That's really, really kind of you. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. We're Again, we really want to be accessible to as many people as we can. So mm-hmm. I will say also, we do have scholarships. So in the vein of really reaching everybody, we have scholarships for students, homeopathy students. We have a scholarship that's set up for practicing professional, licensed professionals. So that would be naturopaths, medical doctors, any veterinarians, anybody with a license. And then we have a brand new scholarship for professional practicing homeopaths. So anybody interested in applying for those, we do ask that. And actually, we do awards to National Center for Homeopathy members. So that would be first step to become a member. But we do have scholarships and the deadline for applying is February 1st. And they are full. They will cover full registration. And then depending on what type of scholarship, like I believe the students get more than registration. I don't want to say too many details unless Mm -hmm. I read them. But we do, you know, again, in that vein, we are really just trying to support homeopathy education. That's been our mission since 1974. And we want to make it as accessible as we can. So that's we're committed to helping people be able to attend. It's absolutely amazing. So, Christina, is there any final message that you want to give our listeners? And where can they go to register? Yeah, I guess, you know, we've talked so much about why you should attend. And if you do come in person, make sure and find me and say hello and let me know that you heard about the conference on the podcast. That'd be really exciting. And yeah, we're, I mean, just really excited to meet people both in person and online. And any questions, email us. You can email us at our info box, info at homeopathycenter.org. Or email me directly. I respond to every single email I get. And that's just executive.director at homeopathycenter.org. And for those of us that don't use American spelling, it's C-E-N-T-E-R, not the British spelling of (laughs) C-E-N-T-R-E. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Oh, well, it was wonderful to connect with you, Christina. Thank you so much for your time. I hope this is the biggest JAHC ever, beaten only by your 50th celebration next year, which sounds amazing. Texas is a pretty fun place from what I've heard. I really hope a lot of people attend and have a great time. And the rest of us will be partying online alongside you guys. So thank you so much for creating this. I'm really looking forward to it. And that speaker lineup is incredible. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity. And I am going to really cross my fingers that I get to see you in person in 2024. But like you said, we were able to connect now and this is amazing too. Absolutely. And uh, also because in Washington, we were just saying before, that's where the statue is of Hahnemann, right? That's right. Yes. That's right. Great. I'd love to go get a photo taken at the steps there. It's a massive monument. 
you often see photos and then there's like, you know, 20, 30 homeopaths on the steps there in front of Hahnemann. It's just, it's huge. It would be really quite spectacular to see. Well, it amazes me. It is the only monument in Washington, D.C., dedicated to a physician. And so think how special that is, that it was our Samuel Hahnemann homeopath. And he has a monument. It really is pretty incredible when you see it. I've seen it. And when you see it the first time, this will show how nerdy I am as a homeopath, right? But I equated it to that first glimpse of the Eiffel Tower Mm. when I was in Paris, right? (laughs) Hahnemann statue. So it was, it's really, it's actually really cool. It's very cool. Thank you so, so much. And good luck to you and your team for the next two months before the conference. I'm sure it's going to be crazier than ever. It's probably just ramping up for you guys, but yeah. So the 24th to the 26th of March in San Antonio, Texas. (laughs) All the best. Thank you, Christina. Chat soon. Thank you so much. Bye.